Welcome to the Growth Moves Podcast with Rob Tyson. Hey, welcome back, listener. Rob here, and this is the last show of three. We're going to talk about the three messaging essentials. As I said before, this is part of the work I do with my clients in my program, Launchpad. We will work with you to conceptualize, create, and enroll your first clients into a new one-to-many program you can run 100% online. We'll help you set up a simple selling system and design a customized plan to build up to at least a six-figure business by the end of 12 months if you are a qualifying client. So if you're interested in that, pop along to chatwithrob.com and let's have a conversation. That's chatwithrob.com. Now, as we said in the previous two shows, to succeed in the market, in addition to providing a really solid, valuable outcome for our our clients, there are three essentials we need in our messaging. So we have to, number one, be interesting, number two, be credible, and number three, be unique. And we need all three of those things, uh, or we've got a problem. You need to be right there in the middle of that Venn diagram. You need to be interesting, credible, and unique all at the same time, because if you're missing any one of those elements, you're going to fail. If you're not interesting, well, you never grab attention. So no one ever hears about you in the first place. If you're not unique, you're a commodity. So people perceive you as just like all the rest and you, you come under constant price pressure. And if you're not credible, people doubt you too much to buy anything meaningful from you, full stop. So we need all three of those things to be in place in our messaging. We have to be interesting, we've got to be credible, and we've got to be unique. So in the previous two podcasts, we talked about how to be interesting and how to be credible. And in this one, we're just going to talk about how to be unique. So how can we be unique? After all, there are a lot of um, providers probably in your space. Um, How do we separate ourselves from them and rise above them? Well, one of the ways we can do it is by creating our own proprietary frameworks, our own processes and models around the work we do and giving those things names. And proprietary just means you own this thing. It is unique to you and you own it. So um, for simplicity, I'm just going to use the word framework. But when I talk about frameworks, you know, it's a catch all for uh, any kind of uh, frame conceptual framework process or model so what are proprietary frameworks well proprietary frameworks are um, are conceptual models that simplify your complex ideas and approaches down into something that is easier for people to understand um, and that is exactly what we want to do uh, for you so here's a, a well-known example that you may have heard of the Boston consulting groups, growth share matrix. Now, if you've never heard of this thing, it is quite fascinating. Um, Look it up online, the Boston Consulting Group, the growth share matrix. They they basically launched this big consulting firm on the basis of this model. And what it showed, it, it was a way of deciding what to do with existing products based on where they sat on two axes. Um, so what you were looking at was a uh, a grid with four squares in it. And the two axes, one of them was for relative market share and the other one was for market growth rate. And so you could um, plot any product or service somewhere on this grid. And you and as a result of doing that, you would classify the products into one of four categories. So it could be a cash cow, a dog, 
a star or a, a question mark, sometimes called a problem child, and that would guide your thinking accordingly. So for example, the stars are um, the products where they've got a lot of the market and it's a high growth rate in the market. So you can really focus on those. The cash cows, by contrast, are products where um, it's got a lot of the market, but it's a low growth market. The dog is something that doesn't have a lot of the market and it's not, a you know, the market's not growing. Um, anyway, so this was a way of classifying products and then, you, you know, you could come up with different strategies based on where you categorize them. So that was a really interesting conceptual model. As I say, the Boston Consulting Group, the growth share matrix, do look it up online, really interesting deep into this and there are lots of different types of framework that we could use but I just want to keep it really simple on this podcast so we'll just focus on two possible formats so the first type I'm going to call the process framework and the second type I call the critical components framework so the process framework is really simple so we're it's a model to explain how things happen in sequence very straightforward so maybe you have three steps in the process that you take your clients through. Simple, right? The other one, the critical components framework, what we're talking about here is you need all the elements, but it doesn't matter when you get them in place as long as you get them all in place. So for example, let's imagine that we want to have a critical components framework for making pancakes. Well, Leaving aside the fact that that would be overkill, um, this would be a good example of a critical components framework because uh, to make pancakes, you need four elements. You need flour, eggs, milk, and oil in order to make pancakes, right? Um, They are critical components for the task at hand. However, it's not a process because it doesn't matter what order you buy them in in the shop and you may actually have one or two of them in the cupboard already. So does that make sense? So these are the the two main types of framework um, without getting too far into the weeds. So number one, the process type framework, which describes how you take a client through a process in a kind of a linear way. And the other type is the critical components framework. So there you go. So just thinking about that, how can you... um, develop and use your own proprietary frameworks in your business, um, this is going to help make you unique and have a unique message in the market. Um, There are at least 10 really good reasons to do this. Number one, your clients are coming to you to help them solve confusing and, and maybe chaotic situations and your frameworks help with that. So that was the final element. So as we talked about before, if if you want to succeed in the market, obviously you've got to provide a really solid, valuable outcome to people. But then when it comes time to doing your messaging, there are three essentials. You've got to be interesting, you've got to be credible, and you've got to be unique. So I hope you found that little series interesting, and I will see you next time on the Growth Moves podcast. Bye for now. Hey, it's Rob again. Want to build a successful online business from your expertise? Well, the game has changed. There are bigger opportunities, but also bigger pitfalls than ever before. And I would hate for you to waste years figuring these things out for yourself. Now, as a listener to this show, you're obviously a sensible person, right? So here's my invitation to you. 
apply to jump on a call with me in the next few days and let's talk about you. You will get feedback on your ideas. You will get a product concept that is fit for right now and you will get a personalized sales and income plan to take away. That is free, but availability is limited. So please go along right now to chatwithrob.com. That is chatwithrob.com. Do that now. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Once again, that is chatwithrob.com. Talk to you soon.